Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. started binge watching a show and I'll tell you what the show is in a moment but it really put in perspective something that people both men and women alike should should do when it comes to being in a relationship and this again this is for people who are single as hell right now as well as people that are currently in relationships. You have to (laughs) work, continue, because nobody's perfect, right? No individual out here always make the best decisions or we're also not always doing what's best for us um, personally, just alone. And I've always been an advocate of individuals taking a self-inventory of their mind and their bodies. And once you take a true examination of yourself uh, mentally and physically, you can start to identify issues so that you can begin working on that those issues and no one can do it for you it is it is really and truly up to you and of course that's really it's not new to a lot of people but sometimes if you sit down and take the moment to just look at yourself you are able to unpack now some of us most of us really and truly can't see our own flaws we know that they're there but we really and truly can't see them clearly or we don't have the skills or tools in order to work on them ourselves but the most important thing is to identify there are some things within yourself that you can improve on doesn't necessarily mean there's something wrong with you but I mean as human beings we're flawed we're not always making the best choices in life or the best best making the best decisions 
we don't always make the best moves for ourselves. And a lot of times we find ourselves either accepting less than what we deserve or we find ourselves stuck in situations of um uh, in situations that limits our growth and if you have the right people in your life they are going to be championing for you to come out of um whatever funk that you have they'll be championing for you to be the best version of you that you can be you'll also find that if you have people in your life that are not truly for you for your growth and development then those relationships will eventually uh, fade away they will be strained and burdened by your sense, uh, sense of growth and development. Um, so, I'll tell you, the show that I've been watching here recently isn't a new show. I mean, it's been on network television here in the U.S. since 2012. So, quite a while. And the show that I saw was or that I've been binge watching I'll admit it is my 600 pound life now those shows originally aired uh, on TLC they are available on a few streaming platforms I watch it through Hulu and it's pretty interesting and for those of you who've never seen this show, I'll give you a quick 60-second, I'll attempt to do it in 60-second, a 60-second rundown of a 60-minute show. So the show basically is a docu-series that covers the lives of morbidly obese individuals living in, in the United States who have made a decision to um, change their lives, and in most cases, save their lives, and by uh, seeking out a famed bariatric surgeon in the state who practices in the state of Texas. And these people are really living all across the United States, so... They travel and meet with him. And in the beginning, um, they talk about their lives, their history, the things that they've gone through, and why they've turned to food. He then prescribes, uh, or he gives them a diagnosis and tell them the things that they need to do. In a lot of cases, lose weight in order to be a part of his program. And losing the weight, or in, in order to aid and assist this process, he, um, in a lot of uh, in a lot of cases, he suggests that, or he sets them up an appointment with a counselor to help them work through some of the childhood trauma or experiences that um, has contributed to their eating habits. And once they work out 
those issues, then uh, the, the issues uh, that has been affect you know plaguing them mentally, they are able to see a breakthrough, and they are able to be approved for the surgery. Now, it's not just the the mental that he focuses on. He also focuses on their diet by um, giving them, a, in a lot of cases, like a 1,200-calorie-a-day diet, as well as physical therapy so they be- become a little bit more mobile and less dependent before the surgery. Once all that is done, then they are able to move on with the next phase of the process, which is he schedules an appointment or he schedules, he puts them on the calendar for the surgery with the understanding that they have to uproot and move to the state of Texas, actually move to Houston and finish their, the program from there. A requirement is that they have a have some type of support system in Houston. So when they come, they actually have to have someone there with them to help them manage through and push through um, the rest of the pro- program. That's just a requirement. If you don't have that support system, then he feels that you will go back into remission and everything is all for nothing. So that's pretty much it in a nutshell. And I did that maybe in two and a half, but you get the gist. Well, what I noticed, and this is mainly in the women who were married or in a relationship, I did not find this at all with the men. Again, I haven't seen all of the episodes, but I've seen quite a few. And for the most part, this part I saw only with females that were not only in with women who were in relationships. So, and this is not to say all relationships, but I would notice that as the each commercial break <laughs> was over with, I would see less and less of the person, their significant other. Like in the beginning of the episode, they would be be uh, very loving and caring. Some cases, these women are bedridden, and so their partners would be responsible for grocery shopping, cooking, cleaning, taking the kids to school, as well as bathing and serving them. So they were truly dependent on these individuals, on these these people, these men, who were their primary caretakers. And as they started getting closer and closer to becoming approved for the surgery, you start seeing the little cracks within the relationships to where, you know, again, this is a, you know, a reality type show. So, you know, as each commercial break would end, you would hear or you would, they would, they, meaning the um, 
the patient would basically talk about how things have changed uh, in their relationship. Eventually to the point where in some cases these men were gone before the move to Houston ever occurred. And it made me think, gosh, what, you know, what's going on with this? I was even asking uh, one of my friends who I was sitting watching the television, the show with, and it was like, you know, I don't, I don't know why he's leaving. And then it hit, like, just sitting and talking, just like, trying to figure out how this person could be so supportive of um, this journey to save their lives. I mean, these people are well over 600 pounds. The doctor is telling them, you don't have that much longer to live. And the question for me was why, if they were so good and so supportive, what happened? Why, Why would they leave? And and even in, in talking with my my best friend or one of my best friends, it was like, well, you know, these guys really never truly cared for these women, which is obvious. Um, they were there for a benefit that was available only when the women were either bedridden or unable to care for themselves. And though it is selfish as hell because the overall goal is to eventually, or essentially, is to save their lives. To improve these women's um, standard of living. And to think the idea or to even have the idea that a person improving themselves would prove to be an unattractive characteristic speaks a lot about the, in this case, the men that these women had in their lives. And a lot of times these women were married for years or in relationships for years with these guys. And then the moment that they decide that they're going to do something to better themselves, it became a problem. So much to where that person would prefer for these women to remain down a destructive path that would eventually accelerate the aging and the death process, they would prefer that than the woman to be healthy both inside and out. And it speaks to a couple of things. And a lot of these women are no different than you and I. And I speak this as a woman And as just a person in general, men and women both can take away quite a bit from this this type of show. And when you put it into perspective 
into the perspective lens of the results of a person making a decision to improve themselves. Sometimes you lose people along the way, and that's okay. When you become the an optimal, or you start working towards the optimal version of yourself, the people that should be in your life are going to always be there. They're there when you're down. They're there when you're up. Because they want to see you succeed. The people that should have only been in your life, quote unquote, as they call it, for a season, or not at all, those people, those relationships will become begin to strain. They will start to see a change within yourself. And that change they may find uncomfortable. They may call, find it threatening. Or it may be unattractive to them. And that's fine. Because the people you want to attract, the people that you want in your life, in your circle, are those individuals that want to see you win and succeed no matter what. And this is true of the people uh, that are on the show. And this is nothing really new. Because sometimes when we better ourselves, our attitude changes. The way that we see things definitely changes. The way that we care for ourselves changes. And if you're not taking care of you, you really and truly cannot expect anybody else to appreciate you or to take care of you. Because that's your responsibility. Now, you may find people out there, and that's great. But, but understand... When you know who you are, when you're confident within yourself, when you have unpacked all the issues and start working through those problems and you evolve into a, into a beast of a person, I would say. And when you evolve, you're going to attract less and less mess. And the mess that was attracted or attached to you starts to wither. It does. It's just natural. Once you go through a, a true cleansing, dirt cannot stay. It won't stay. It won't survive. Now, if you are in a place where you need guidance and you don't get it, you'll attract all type of dirt. And that will stay until you're ready to go through the spin cycle and get that sh and get it off. It will stay. There's no need for dirt to leave because it's not being, it's not 
moved. It's not being, nothing's happening. It continues to grow. And a lot of times people in relationships, they turn the blind eye. They start ignoring signs just to be in a relationship because they are currently unhealthy and a lot of times unaware that they're enabling certain characteristics and behaviors and actions. And I say all the time that in relationships, you don't, some things are subtle. You know, just because a person that you're with does not cheat on you, that's not physically abusive to you, that doesn't lie to you, doesn't mean that that's the right person for you and does not mean that you're in a good relationship. Maybe the person isn't physically or mentally abusive or abusive at all. A person can literally not be any of those and still not be the right person for you because they don't want to see you grow. It could be that they are intimidated by by your growth. So they're uncomfortable with you being where you are. We see this all the time when uh, partners, you know, may have started a family, lived the family life, and devoted their lives to making sure their children are, you know, taken care of and got what they need. And then once their children become of age, a lot of times in these situations, the person decides, okay, I'm going to go back to school, and their partner has a problem with it. And why would you have a problem with someone bettering themselves other than the fact that you're comfortable more with where they are and not focused on them being the best version? So I close by saying this. Take an inventory of yourself. Figure out what areas that you may need help with. Go into those dark, deep spaces and figure out what issues that you may have. And I'm by no means suggesting that you self-diagnose and then you self-treat. No, because if it was that easy, it would have been done. Nothing that I'm saying should be a revelation to the point where you can say, Oh, okay, I got it. Thanks, D. Let me figure this out on my own. No, you first, though, have to and you owe it to yourself to take a step back and acknowledge that there are some things that need to be changed within yourself. And that starts with you unpacking some of the issues and the problems that you've experienced. And it may bring you to tears. It may make you angry. It may just be a point of where you just kind of reflect on things. And then once you begin to work through those issues, be it through an, an accountability partner or counselor, you know, once you start working on those issues consistently, you start unlocking 
and start removing some of the dirt off of you. And then you start shining a little bit differently. You start looking a little bit differently. Your move is different. Your head space is a lot clearer. It's not as foggy. You start to have time for you. You start to enjoy you more than you ever have before. Then you start loving yourself more than you already have. And then things around you magically changes. It has everything to do with your life and your perspective. So take a self-inventory. And then start working towards making those changes. Because once you take a self-inventory, you'll learn the positive things about yourself as well as the negative things and aspects of your life. Reach out. Secondly, of course, reach out and get an accountability partner. That accountability partner should be a person that's going to hold you accountable. It's not necessarily going to be your best friend. It could be. And maybe you already have one. But that person will acknowledge your growth or your desire to grow. And Start holding you accountable for those changes. And those changes in your life could require counseling. They should encourage you to do whatever it takes for you to get to where you need to be. Once you take a self-inventory and start reaching out to a person that will hold you accountable for the decisions that you're going to make, not necessarily dwell on the past, but decisions that you're going to make to improve yourself. Again, that could include you changing some things or even reaching out to getting professional help. Once you get those things done, things will naturally start to change and evolve. Just naturally. After you do that, you take an assessment of the people around you. And you start making that decision whether or not that relationship is healthy. And these are relationships with your friends family members, and partners. This is just not limited to the person that you're in a relationship with. Or the person that you're dating or wanting to be in a relationship with. And if you're lucky enough to understand this even before you get into a relationship you will start attracting better suitors. It's just natural. Because once you unpack and become the best version of you, you don't attract as much.
And once you move forward with that, then you'll start to see a different person. And the next time you take a self-inventory, that list of negatives should be a lot smaller. No one's perfect. No one said may become the perfect version of yourself. No, the highest performing, the best possible version of yourself that you can possibly be. Um, like I said, it is one of the, once you get there, you'll get it. You will definitely get it and things will become a lot easier in your life. Like I said, just watching the show, watch a couple of episodes, you know, if you have the ability to find a few episodes where the person has a, a, a partner, some of them stay, some of them are really, really good partners. And on the show, the episodes I've seen, the men have really looked out. They've had some really great women in their lives that are just there and want their man to do good and, li and live. But also see some of the shows with the women who have, have partners. And tell me <laughs> if you notice the things that I've noticed in the relationships and the dynamics. Because trust me, you will be like, yep. I wonder if this is the episode that Dee was talking about. And I tell you, I've seen about seven or eight episodes that this, where the woman was in a relationship in the beginning, and then it was ended in a breakup or divorce by the time she got to Houston, or before her surgery, after they moved, before the surgery. So, again, you want to take a self-inventory. You want to uh, find an accountability partner. Seek out counseling if at all possible. Start evaluating your life and the changes that you might need to make. And then take a self-inventory um, afterwards just to see the growth and to see what other issues may still continue to linger. I really hope and trust, and I know that this um, episode has helped someone. And maybe you're not at this place right now. Maybe you're single. Still take that evaluation of yourself. Maybe you are in the best relationship ever. Still take an assessment. Because the better you become, the better your relationship can be. Okay? And for those of you that are like, yeah, I know there's some things I need to work on. I'm in a relationship right now and I know that things aren't right. Start working on you. Stay away from pointing fingers until you start fixing things within you. And it doesn't take long. But you have to be willing to make that step and make that sacrifice. This is never easy. 
And they say there's levels to this. It's never easy. But I have the faith and confidence that if you're willing to at least acknowledge there's some things that need to be changed, you're willing to do that, you are really, you have really completed half of the process. Acknowledgement is key. For our Patreon listeners who have an opportunity to check out the podcast ad-free without commercial interruption, there is there is a worksheet um, that that is available that will help you navigate through and um, determine or to take a um, it will help you take a self assessment in order to help you walk through now this should not be considered or used as a substitute for any professional uh, counseling or guidance you know, no worksheet can help you with the issues that you may be experiencing. But it's definitely a step in the right direction. But anyone can do it. Anyone can sit down, take an evaluation, and find out what they can do or what things they should be able to do in order to um, make make their lives a little bit easier and bring things into perspective. And again, I, as always, thank you for uh, checking out this episode of uh, Dating One Black. And until next time, take care and go love on someone. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Dating While Black. If you have a show idea or a suggestion, please reach out to us at info at This show was brought to you in part by Blush Bartending, Kitty Paw Shoes, Brunch and Body, and The Hunt Dallas. To find out more about Dating While Black, please check us out on all social media platforms. You can also visit our website at www.datingwhileblack.org. We appreciate your support. And as always, put a big smile on someone's face and go love on someone.